guys, I'm Stephanie Beatriz. I'm Courtney Kosak. And we are best friends. And this is Reality Bites. A podcast about sex, love, dating, relationships, and all that other garbage. But add in the digital age. Ah, so fun. So fun. Not stressful at all. So fun. So fun. Everyone else having fun? Everyone else stressed out? We're having a great time. (laughs) P.S. I think maybe we should want to start calling this a talk show podcast. We're or a, so yeah, maybe a talk cast. Maybe this a is some behind the scenes <laughs> stuff. But please start referring to it as more of a talk show than a podcast. <laughs> no, that's internal. I, I mean, we don't know because like the whole Our thing. Our guests is, are getting confused. They're like, wait, but but I have all, to like wear clothes. Whole set and yeah, yeah. I mean, I normally when I go do a pod, like if I go do a podcast, I just show up in my makeup. garbage. Yeah, I'm just like trash heap. Which is how I normally am, which well, is why is when people are lo- where you look good, yeah, you look good, and, and it is kind of like a talk show. Let's we talk, except like the hosts talk to each other for a while, which we're about to do. Let's spill some tea. Cheers. Uh, so <laughs> this, um, we the what we're going to talk about right now, I think, is like influenced by our guest today. Yes, who uh, among other things d- did an amazing art installation of dick pics. Yeah. <laughs> which got us thinking about sexting and dick pics. And then a li- listener viewer sent us a question about texting chemistry. Yeah. So we were like... We were like, let's discuss. Because texting chemistry is nonsense. But kind of real, but nonsense. What do you mean? Well, like, I think basing anything off of texting chemistry or, like, basing too much, I should say sure, too much sure, off of sure. it... Um, getting really excited about someone, mm-hmm. and then there, there's a couple things that can happen. Number one, you get excited about someone because their texting is great and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you can choose a road. You can go like, I'm just gonna keep like doing this for a while, and it seems really fun and sexy, and mm-hmm. like, and what Yasser said uh, when we had him on the podcast, which was they exist solely the talk show, <laughs> the pod show, the talk cast. <laughs> when Yasser was here. He said, then they exist solely on your phone. Yeah. And maybe so they have a better personality on your phone. On your phone. So, like, there's this, like, two-way thing that can happen. Like, what you've always pitched, which is, like, meet them in real life as soon as possible, which yes. I think is a really good thing, which is why people can get catfished, because they just maintain and remain online uh-huh. with, their, with uh-huh. the budding, fun flirtation, which is what happened to me with that one guy, remember? The, I'm just going to say his name. Yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> we can bleep it out. out. We can bleep it out. But that's what happened was like we started having this like really fun. Hi, Banjo. My dog is here. Well, you knew him a little bit in real life. But I knew him a little bit, but like the, the majority the real, of the, the romance, combo, the yeah. romance was budding on all on the phone, all on all on texting and like. So much so that, like, I didn't even realize that it was, like, maybe kind of weird that I hadn't had a phone conversation with him until one of my other friends pointed it out. Uh-huh. And he was like, did you talk to him on the phone? I was like, no. And he said, why not? Yeah. I was like, I actually don't know why not. I don't. And you were both in L.A. and you hadn't met up yet. We hadn't met up. And then we had plans to meet up. And then he, like, bailed at the last minute because. After some extensive fantasies, fantasies had been, like, like, extensive, like, I want to make kombucha with you. Like, no, yeah. come on. You don't say that to a woman who loves kombucha unless <laughs> you're serious. 
Don't be saying Don't that shit. Don't be saying socks. shit to me about food. <laughs> Brewing boots. Unless you, know you want in boots. on this. You know I love my boots. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, I think like listen, there's some like weeding out you can do. Like for instance, the the guy that was like um you know, kind of like giving you notes. Via oh yeah, messaging. The, like aggressively, like trying to change my personality yeah. right on off the bat. Yeah. Don't say boo. That's what he said to me. I would, I was like texting him and I said boo because I think it's funny and I say it all the time. It's also like, so your role, buddy. It's not that big of a deal whether you like the word boo or not. Just like and like chill. Don't, don't tell me what to do. Like just off the bat. Like don't unless it's like I think he was trying to be like flirty and jokey, but it just came off not cute. So there's some like. I mean, there's a certain amount of texting chemistry just because, like, it may be indicative of your real-life personalities. Yes. And you can, like, suss out, you know, maybe, like, an early incompatibility of just, like, we should just stop right here because right. this is just not right for us. But, like, try to get it into real life as soon as possible. Try to get like, it into real life. Get on the phone and then, like, more than that, like, see each other in person and, like, smell each other. See if you like That's the way. That's the most important thing. See if you like the way he eats. <laughs> you know, like is he is he like does he is he? I don't know. Like all the things. So, does she look around the room when she's like when you're talking to her at dinner? Is she like? focus on every other girl that's like walking by or is she like concentrated on you as a person? Like, oh, there's so many more so things, many things that you can pick up in uh, real life. Uh, the guy that I'm seeing, you'll think this is funny. Um, he was saying just recently that like on our first date, what he loved <laughs> was that I, I do this like thing with, like, I kind of stick out my tongue when I'm thinking, but it's like, we, it's not like s- sexual. It's like a weird, like, uh, you do that a lot. I yeah. do like this weird, but he just thought it was like so charming and like, you know, like I wasn't like trying to control. It was like oh, not yeah, like stiff or it was you. just like being myself. And yeah. he like just thought it was really like charming and adorable, but you can't pick that up via text nope. and like you can't smell each other and you nope. can't like uh, see if someone's laugh is really like grating and annoying, or yeah, like, or like how sweet. they treat other people. What about yes. how they treat other people? Can't see if they're nice to the waiter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me pose this: um, now that you're like seeing someone exclusively, mm-hmm. uh, what's boyfriend? I have a boyfriend. She has a boyfriend, which is the lamest. I wish there was an adult. Like I think <laughs> it's so dumb. Boyfriend and girlfriend. I mean, it's kind of sweet. Like, I think it's kind of sweet. And I like what it means. I like what it means, which is why I like saying it. Uh-huh. Because what it means is that I care about him in a in a different way. In an, almost like I want to just, like, say, like, in an elevated way. Like, yeah. I care about you. I want to know a lot about you. I want to, like, share experiences with you. But boyfriend sounds like so. No, now that we're getting into the, like... Uh, ages where it's like some people have husbands. I'm and a stuff. I'm a yeah. 35 year old woman with a boyfriend. Like, <laughs> no, not totally. even like a man friend. Not even like a man partner. Not none of that nonsense. No, I guess Just, you're totally right because my gross. Like I, I had an, I have an aunt who's with the guy and still, and they're not married, but they're like 
essentially married at this point right. to where like I would not be like that's her like, boyfriend but but when she Joan and her boyfriend coming to dinner it's like you know like Aunt Joan's like probably in her 50s like yeah it's like so lame I feel we were talking this is we're getting off the uh, intended just subject but who talking, cares yeah. we're just talking um we uh we were talking about earlier like I feel silly just falling I'm falling in love but the falling in love at like when you're not like in your teens and 20s feels like there's something to me that feels like kind of like ridiculous about it Uh not in a bit like like I don't there's no regrets I'm not unhappy about it I'm too I'm giddy happy Mm -hmm. and it Mm -hmm. makes me feel silly as shit (laughs) (laughs) whereas I don't feel yeah I don't feel silly about it like I I actually feel serious about it like it feels very like I don't know there's a lot it feels weighty to me which is why and and but it's fun it's like it's fun it is silly it is like it makes me giddy as fuck and there are moments that I have where I'm like I feel like you said earlier I feel high yeah you know or like (laughs) drunk in love you know what I mean like I feel like kind of crazy inside but what I don't feel is like I don't feel embarrassed about it I don't feel I don't feel like childish or anything in fact I would say that it's probably the most serious I think I've ever felt because I can see a future a future and so like I see that it feels like I I, yeah no I get that and I also like see a future like he's mm-hmm. my my favorite my favorite person I've ever dated mm-hmm. so far mm-hmm. but like just the like and I'm certainly not embarrassed of him or no, no, the no, no, no. situation but like embarrassed of yourself I'm embarrassed of my giddy ass feelings yeah you know what it feels like a little bit is uh in Mary Poppins when they're on the ceiling and they're like laughing like he it yeah, feels yeah, like yeah. that. It feels like, <laughs> why are we on the ceiling laughing right now? How can we take ourselves seriously? <laughs> that is so funny. That is so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, these, we were talking about texting uh, or oh. sexting. Yeah. But in like. We were how- talking about that because Whitney Bell, who's here, who's going to be here today, she had this like. In an in an inundation is that a word? Yeah, she just yeah of she, dick pics, and and it is like a huge. I'm less interested in the dick because like I don't get I I don't get a ton of dick pics. Did you just hear that sentence that you just said. I'm less interested Listen, in was, the dick. I didn't finish the sentence. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm working on it. Just I'm like working a sound on it. Bite of that. <laughs> just like a gif of just that. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. We were talking about sexting in these, with the people that we're dating now. And, like, I, I, like, it's, it's, it's mostly, like, sometimes sexy sentences or, like, about how much we want to have sex with each other in a near future date. But because we see each other so much, it's, like, not, like. I need a pig. Just come over and show me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Show it to my face. (laughs) But we're going, we're taking this trip. We're going to Paris in London. Yeah, you and I are going to Paris. We're going to London and Paris for 10 days. Right? Yeah, Isn't like 10 days. Sec- at we're going to document much of it on the Instagram. You guys uh, are going to get to see it. No, we're going to yeah. actually and cut gonna something do, together. And yeah. like, we're going to do like a like a mini ep from there and like some 
touristy stuff while we're there. So it'll be fun. You guys will get to see. It'll be Courtney's first time in, in Europe, right? Uh, I've been to um, oh, Ireland, Ireland Northern Ireland. Ireland, but yeah, on the but mainland. Like London and Paris. It'll yes. be my third time going to Paris and my first time ever going to London. I'm very excited for Steph to whisk me around Ooh, and show me all It's going to be the... a romantic trip between friends. <laughs> I know. Dude was like, yeah, me and her dude are, yeah, turns out we're just going to go over too. Go on a little <laughs> romantic trip ourselves. <laughs> It is really funny. Like the 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 first time I went there, I wanted it to be this like big romantic thing, and it was with my ex and a and a bunch of castmates actually, and everyone was going with their partners, and I really wanted my ex to go, and he was like very reticent about going. It was like at a difficult. Oh my time god! You like career, had to twist like, his. I did. I basically had to say like, if you don't go with me, this is our relationship is over. Uh huh. And unfortunately, like for both of us, he went. You know, meaning that like. Really, we should have ended that relationship because, uh-huh. like, he didn't want to go to Paris with me and all my friends, you know? Uh-huh. And it's like, okay, well, like, that's a deeper thing, which is, like, you you have different, like, a value. Do you have a different value system around social circles? Meaning uh-huh. that, like, so socially it's not important to you to cultivate a large group of friends, whereas with me it is, like... It's important to Well, you to were have. going with your new cast, and it was yeah, going to be, like, like so the, fun. And, and we didn't know if we were going to get, like, a, a another season. And it was like, this is a special time in our lives, and, like, we really want to go with all our partners. And one of the things I remember him saying is, like, I feel like you just want me to be, like, these other these other partnerships. Like, I'm, I feel like you want what these people have. And he made me feel bad about it. And what I realize now is, like, fuck yeah, I want what those people have. Duh. They're all married and, like, fucking happy and, like... With somebody that makes them feel special, dope and as fuck yeah. all the time. Not all the time because everybody fights and like has problems. But like, yeah, yeah, I do want what those people have. My friend Lou, Lulu, um, said to me the other day. She was like, "I think jealousy is actually a really important thing because like jealousy can it can be poisonous and awful, but like it can also show you like you really desire that. So like if you want that, go get it. Yeah, like, try yeah, to get it. Yeah." You know? And there's usually, in terms of jealousy, there's usually, like, I love Cheryl Strayed's just, like, don't be jealous. jealous. But there's enough, a a lot of women writers say this, too, about just writing. It's just, like, there's a big enough, there's room for us all. Yes. And, like, there's room for you to have what you want and me to have what I want and whatever. And it's, like, not stepping. And there's room for my ex to have what he wants, too. It's just. Totally. It's clearly not with me. Like. So, but on this trip. Yeah. We might be missing these people that we really, like, are enjoying. So we might be like, hey, send me a picture of your penis. I cannot I see myself no, doing that. No, but I there, see there's going to be some exchange. There's, I think it'll get a little sexual I don't, on the listen, WhatsApp. Listen, we're sharing a room, okay? Like, it's not, it's like a studio situation in all of these places. So I'd prefer it. <laughs> taking sexy selfies on our trip to send a <laughs> I'm going to be You just in. said his name again. Uh, you just... You, I did not... That you time did I did say it. I did it. not... You did that it. That time I did say it. The bet was about something else. We can bleep that one out. <laughs> okay. That time I said it. <laughs> but what I'm saying is I don't... I don't Listen, need I'll to be control privy. I'll okay. go to the bathroom. Whatever. The bathroom is also small. <laughs> saying. What a cock block. Okay. I'm not Wait, trying to I'm cock block you. I just I'm don't so... want to like walk in on a weird selfie sitch. I don't need to see you. I'm not even. 
this is, I don't need to see that ever. We're totally oh, off the rails. We're going to come back. What's with, new? With, <laughs> with Whitney Bell, a.k.a. Kid Bell, amazing artist, dick pig curator, um, badass feminist, primo pussy. Yeah, primo pussy, I would say. So, see you in a minute. right back. Get in time. Elizabeth, it's 7.59. It's not even happy hour now. It's a happy minute. You took forever to get ready. Look, Margaret, not all of us are wizards who can magically Beyonce up in a minute. My lackadaisical punk style takes effort to assemble. What can I get y'all? Hmm, we'll have the two pictures of your samosa mimosas dry. Snap, Margaret. You sure about that? You're usually kind of a lightweight. Perhaps, but I just got promoted to level 10 at work. Oh! We should celebrate in proper fashion. Can't say no to using your success as an excuse to get wasted. So, I told the troll. I said, okay, look at look at me, troll. Look at me and oh, I right wait, now, wait, troll. Back, back up. Was she a troll in the sense she antagonized you, or was she like a literal troll monster? She was boring! So, I told her, this ain't my first day in wizard school. She crap. You probably shouldn't have your wand out when we're getting wasted. Hi guys, we are back with the Primo Pussy, <laughs> Whitney Bell, aka Kid Bell, aka Kid Bell, yeah, yeah, uh, designer, curator, uh, owner of KidBell.com, which is an awesome shop. You guys should check out. Um, we we found you on Instagram. That yeah. is like how we became acquainted with you, and uh, then with a little bit more sleuthing, figured out <laughs> that you did this amazing dick pic installation. I am sort of known as the dick pic chick now, yeah. Oh, that's, that's, that's my beautiful. moniker. <laughs> the dick pic chick. And now Primo Pussy, too. Primo Pussy. <laughs> primo Pussy is fantastic. number one. I'm going to run that. <laughs> wear a shirt that said Primo Pussy for sure. Maybe I should make Primo Pussy shirts next. God, please do. Please I'm do. Legitimately going to go. Honored go please get back to promote your Primo position. Oh my <laughs> god, this I'll is text my happen. sister right now. She'll get oh, on. My god, oh my god, oh my god, this is amazing. This is amazing. <laughs> Primo pussy's really good. Well, let's talk a little bit about your Well, let's talk about the art in jet because it all seems to have like it's got a very like feminist slant and like is very empowering and how, how did your whole art journey begin? Um, so I'm an art school dropout. I went to Parsons in New York for a hot second and realized that that world was just not for me, the, like, New York art and fashion uh-huh. world. Yeah. Um, I'm born and raised in L.A., so I came back here and just wanted to start working, and I bounced around as the art director for a few different brands, um, nice. but always in the back of my head knew I wanted to do something with art, um, but I wasn't sure exactly what, because I'm not really an artist. And then... I got a really beautiful dick sent to me, dick pic sent to me by this guy I was dating, and I sent it to a friend of mine. It was like a a dick shadow, if you will. Mm -hmm. And he was like, that is the most beautiful dick pic I've ever seen that belongs in a museum. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, a gallery of dick pics. And I'm laughing. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. That's an excellent idea. And um, feminism and sexual harassment have always been like really big issues to me and probably the things I'm the most passionate about. Um, and I've received so many unsolicited dick pics mm-hmm. just from kind of being a really sexually active woman mm-hmm. on 
the internet and having a more visual presence, I guess. And so I started collecting unsolicited dick pics from every woman I knew, which was shockingly easy. All they had to do was like open their Tinder back up. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, and I got like over 200 within a month and decided to display them in a, in a gallery space that felt like the inside of a woman's home. So there was a bedroom and a bathroom and a a kitchen. I love that. Um, yeah, the I had to amazing. completely dismantle my house because I didn't have the money. Yeah, I used all my own stuff because oh, I it was amazing. just what I had. Yeah. So for like a month, all I had in my house was a, a bed and like shelves that were empty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you fully like fully like almost recreated your own life. Pretty much almost it. exactly. Like I got the same wallpaper that I have in my bedroom wow. and put it up and Girl, I painted it the artist. same colors. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> you are. It's, a, it's, a, it's not a traditional... It is not a traditional medium. How they would... Yeah. How they used to say art was created, but we get to decide now. Yeah, that's we, true. We're living in a new era, and we get to decide what... What is uh, art, though? <laughs> what is art? That <laughs> but yeah, so it was just that, and then a, a river of dicks, and interspersed with, like, feminist prose and stats on harassment, mm-hmm. and a, a lot of times when I was getting the, the pictures from these women, they started telling me their stories. It was yeah. just a natural progression. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I can't do nothing with all of these, like, kind of funny or heartbreaking or whatever it is stories, so those got incorporated, and I think really helped give some some context for all the yeah. penises. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Penises uh, need context. That's really what the, the they really core do. of the dick pic. That is the whole is. thing. <laughs> what's like the what's like the craziest dick pic that I guess they're all kind of. They're, did you? In my personal opinion, all dick pics are gnarly. Yeah, I'm not. Well, see, I like them. Like, if I'm dating somebody, if yeah, I like want to fuck hot. a dude, I'm like, yeah, show me a picture of yeah, your dick. Like, no, I know. Give it For to me. Sure. Like, let's you sex know, all day. I but don't I don't want it from some dude I've never met. No. Who's like opening line is like, here's my taint. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Love the comment too. In uh, was it in the Vice article too about about that it's like a power play? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a, yeah. You you said that you reiterate that in your like manifesto and in the Vice article. Yeah. This isn't. They're not trying to date you. No one thinks that this is a pickup line. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yelling at a woman. I think I said this in the Vice article. It's like yelling at a woman from a car. You know she's not going to hail you down afterwards and be, be like, like hey, "What's your number? Let's yeah. go out tonight." Right. Yeah. Yeah. I really loved what you screamed at me. <laughs> you know, that's, I really loved. <laughs> I really love what you said. That doesn't happen. So cute. No girl responds to like an opening, you know, ball shot with like, hey, okay, come over right now. That's just, I mean, I don't want to say no one, but 99% of the time. Right, right. And that's what shows me that it's, it's not about sex. It's about harassing. It's about exerting some power. It's about doing it because you can. Yeah. Or a feeling the opposite of that is like maybe like feeling sort of powerless sexually. Mm Mm-hmm. And sort of sidelined by women who don't see you or want you. Yeah. yeah. And so then the- saying, like, fuck you. you. Like, you don't get a choice. Look at it, bitch. Look at it, bitch. Look at it. Yeah. And, like, I know you saw it. Yeah. And now, since the gallery ended and there was like, all this press around it and stuff, which is great, but I get so many, many. dick pics now. Still. We're going to ask you Six about months that. later, I'm getting probably three to six a day and right afterwards it was like 30 or 40 a day I'm sure you were just inundated yeah and it was i mean i'm cataloging them all and reserving them for other projects and yeah. stuff and now i have like such a thick skin about it it's like just kind of funny but they're always accompanied with these 
messages, which are one of two things. It's either like, fuck you, you come dumpster. Like, I know you like it, which only confirms my harassment theory. Right, huh? Or it's guys being like, please put me on your wall. Like, please. I just want to be included. Cute. (laughs) I just want to go to, like, the next exhibit and be like, Uh But then a lot of them will circle back around, like, a week later and be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please don't put me on the wall. I take it back. I'm like, what is this? Which is it? And also, too late. You already sent it. Too late. That's so Ugh. funny. Please put, please, please, please put my genitals I know, I've been saving wall. those guys' messages for the next show, because I think it's, like, a really uh, interesting psychological really part interesting. of the whole Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, the Vice article that we mentioned, for those of you that haven't looked it up, it's really easy to find. Just Google dick pic installation Vice article. It's really great. I think it's, like, the talks. second thing that pops up if you Google my name. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. And you, like... Uh, what I love about it is that you come off sounding what you are super smart and like <laughs> well researched about this because you said this is like something that you like to read about like sexuality yeah. is like a big sexuality and, and sexual harassment and and a, a woman's role in that is mm-hmm. it's all something yeah. I've, I've studied and, and think a lot about yeah I thought the manifesto thing was so cool Thank about you. the about the the installation because like I do feel like that constantly I feel like there's this very um, the way that I was in this play once and the playwright kept describing what he wanted me to do. He was like, you know, like I want like a Madonna whore thing. And I remember just standing there and feeling like the walls were like closing in on me because I was like, this is the most disgusting thing Those that are you the can two tell options me to like, for a woman. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is all that I can be. And then I have to be both at the same time. Like mm-hmm. I, that's actually like, and really what he's asking you to do is act the like, male side like the that's the male perspective is to be like want to put you in those two boxes that's who we are right we're just a projection of male fantasies i get i can be both and there's also like a myriad of other colors in there as well like of course i can do both of those things like any of us can yeah but, but it's also, I not, think, like, we, we all have both of them to. in us. Like, but sometimes course, I feel really, though. really sexual, and sometimes I don't. And, yeah. you know, I'm a person. I'm not a, a myth, but a little you're not, you're never simply uh, being the Madonna or being the whore. Like, it's not, that's, that's like, you're such an over... not that black and white. You're no, not, it's such it's, an oversimplification, yeah. and it's such, like, a, a fucked up thing, and, like puts you in a weird box it reminds me of that uh, i can't remember who it was but there was this um writer who collected descriptions of women in movies and television and Mm, like they would all be like yeah yeah courtney blonde buxom 25 you know there was like they were always about like yeah they were always about her because everyone that's writing television movies well not so much now but until this moment, basically, right. has been a man. So a woman has always been right. sort of trite, only seen through the lens of a man's yeah. gaze. Right. And then she can only be the Madonna or she can only be the whore because they aren't writing us as fully formed humans because they don't view us that way. Right. They've never had but to. But then, th- then what we were talking about a little earlier was like, when is that? When, it, when does that get taught? You know, because it's like, on one hand, I want to be like, it's all your fault but like on the other hand i want to say like no it's not it's this it's this like the patriarchy is so ingrained in us it's so deep it's so deep i'm i'm dating this wonderful lovely guy Mm -hmm. and we watched the first cut of this film that i had done and in the first cut there was a scene where my character is like unlocking her bicycle in new york and these two 
construction workers like start catcalling her and saying like shitty stuff, you know, that we've all heard. And he turned to me during the movie and was like, does that really happen? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) when guys are surprised, (laughs) I was like, and, but it was so genuine. It was such a genuine Mm. thing because like he is very, he's a feminist, even even though he would not describe himself that way. In fact, on our first date, I asked him if he was a feminist and he was like, no, I don't believe in labels. And I was like, feminism has a branding problem. It has a branding (laughs) problem. It's real. But he is, he is, because he respects women and thinks they're equal to men. And that's all feminism is. And so, like, just to hear this guy, this very sweet, wonderful guy, be confused about that was so fascinating. Because I was like, you really have... After no idea how much we get it all the it's the yeah. constant. After the election, the the guy that I we need better terms for this. The guy that the I'm dude seeing, that I'm dating. The yeah, dude that I'm dating. Dating. Um, and I also had some like conversations about sexism and whatever, and also so surprised at like when I pointed out all the like the ways that it's such a like systemic problem. And he was like. Oh yeah, right. Like yeah. it is harder for it. you to. Uh, I mean, we were just talking about like Hillary stuff, yeah. and I was yeah. talking about like as a writer, it's just like you know you have fewer friends it's who can get you in the room. It's literally every step. every step, even the like things that look like they would be equal on the outside are not mm-hmm. totally mm-hmm. equal. It's crazy, and it's it goes both ways too. Like. Yes, the patriarchy is ingrained in all the men, and, and it's shocking to me sometimes that they don't see that. But it's just as ingrained in all of us, it's too. And it's a huge totally. struggle in, like, even my feminism, where I, I consider myself really well-educated on this, and I spend a lot of time thinking about it and writing papers about it. And I still find myself, like, having these really patriarchal thoughts or, like, maybe putting another woman down or putting myself down for things that I shouldn't be mm-hmm. or not you know, it's it's not doesn't just affect men. Yeah, but it also no. affects men really negatively too. The patriarchy's terrible for, for men. Them. It puts yeah. them in a box that they need to be super hyper masculine and can't and have any feelings any and, and like can't like express the themselves that way. Suicide rate for men is four times that that it is for women. I didn't know that. Especially in your teenage and early adolescent years, your oh early twenties, that is because men, me cry. it's that men and women or men, boys and girls have the same level of happiness or project the same level of happiness until about 12 or 13, which is when all that super hyper-masculinity starts to get shoved on boys and they can't have feelings and they can't whatever. So they bottle it up, and that's why it's men who do mass murders and men who commit suicide, and men have all these really negative... Yeah. It's really terrible for them, too, and and I want that to start being seen and talked about. Yeah, no. I agree with that. I agree with that. My ex... I only saw my ex cry... I don't know, twice in eight years. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's so crazy to me. And like, and anytime it would happen, he was very ashamed. Was so ashamed of it. And he was able to access it in his work. Like in his, he was an actor, so like in his work, it it was okay because it was allowed because the character was doing it, it. and so it wasn't him. You know, and like. It's just like it's really problematic for everybody. I agree. I agree and with I agree, I agree. the gallery thing, it was—I mean, it was of course really interesting to me to see women's reactions. But I sort of knew just what women's reactions were going to be. Right. Men's reactions were again, like you guys are saying, like, "Whoa, whoa! Does this really happen? Like, men are really sending you, you know, pictures like this?" I'm like, "Look around, yes, yeah, look around and, you." And a big part of it was I was trying to encourage men to like talk to your girlfriends, talk to your sisters, talk to your mothers and like ask them about not just the dick pics that they get, but the sexual harassment they face 
every day of their lives, walking down the street, maybe from some dude at their office, yeah. maybe it's their boss, maybe it's you and you don't know. No. Yeah. Yeah. You I know? thought that was such an incredible thing that happened during our election after those hideous Trump tapes came out. The conversations that were being had, like I yeah, read this great that New York was actually Times article. Great. Yeah, that was like so many people had these conversations with their partners. My my little sister included was telling she and her boyfriend were telling me that that they had this whole conversation about, and he was like shocked to know all these things that had happened. Some of some stuff that had happened like with mutual friends of theirs. Oh so, yeah, like, just like off the cuff comments about like her body or something, and like she had been too embarrassed to ever tell him, and like. The fact that it started a sort of national conversation was very important, but, like... I think that's one thing that we can take from this election, just in general, is, like, all of the conversations that have been sprung up about race, about gender, about everything uh-huh. that maybe you wouldn't be having anymore, you wouldn't be having with strangers. I was, like, getting into Ubers right afterwards and yeah. starting to talk to my Uber yes. drivers and being like, tell me your story. Like, yeah. how does this affect you? And, like, I never would have done that before. I was, like, put it in my headphones right. and, like... Yeah, my get on my teller. phone. My bank yeah. teller. She circled back around. Like, I went there yesterday to, like, get quarters, and she was like... uh we had a conversation the day after the election and she was like updating me on like oh. the latest like stuff that she'd read. She was like, I don't need to see your ID. I, we are, we're like friends. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. It has brought people yeah. a little bit closer together. It has. It's yeah. Unified us in a way. And I mean, like, so I think it was like the weekend after I was going to a protest downtown and my Uber driver or whatever, I started talking to her. And I was like, well, how does this affect you? Or like, you know, what? And she kind of started crying. And I was like, oh. And she was this middle-aged woman from El Salvador. And she was like, I'm, I've been here for 10 years and I can stay here. And she's like, but my brother and my sister, we're going to have to send them back. Like if this goes oh the way we think God. it is. And she's like, when I left El Salvador, people were being murdered in the streets for food. She's like, I'm sending my brother and my sister back to their death. She's like, how do I do that? How do I tell their kids that? And... It made me like really ch- check my fucking privilege for a minute. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm worried about my abortion rights and I'm worried about this for me personally. Right, but like, right. you're worried about somebody's fucking life. Right. And it just, I don't know. It was, I never would have had that conversation with her before. So yeah. I'm trying to like spin this whole thing into a po- you know, like a like, positive. Yeah. Or at least, you know, to open up a dialogue about stuff that isn't being talked about. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're going to talk more about that when we come yeah. back from the break because you're doing this really amazing benefit called Catharsis Carnival. A benefit gonna, for change. Yeah, yeah it's going to be amazing. So we're going to talk about that in the next... Plus sex and dating stuff. So come back. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> She smells like a centaur shaved directly onto a pile of wet trash. Rude! Why you gotta be a dick to Catsby? What's rude is bringing an animal into our apartment without asking her roommate. Typical Elizabeth. Typical? Typical? I cannot believe you just called me typical. You basically just called me basic, which is so rude. Well, that's... that's typical. Oh, you're quite the inconsiderate roommate at times. With your love and practices, never clean the kitchen, and don't even get me started on the kettle corn incident. Wow, I cannot even believe you brought that up. And how is any of that comparable to any of the dumb magical crap I have to deal with because of your stupid job? Wait. <laughs> Holy crap. Bad kitty. We're back. We were just talking about my food allergies. I'm not supposed to eat eggplant because... 
supposedly gives me acne, but fuck, I'm still getting acne anyway, so I think I'm going to fucking eat eggplant. Sure. I will report back. <laughs> Everyone should eat eggplant. Oh. <laughs> God. Speaking this, of eggplant. Yeah, speaking of eggplant. Realize eggplants. Yeah. Are you dating any eggplants now or peaches? Um, Eggplant or peach currently? I, I enjoy both. Yeah. Uh, but I generally do tend to date men, which I think is weird and probably has some like patriarchal undercurrents to it because mm. I'm sexually attracted to both. Um, that's for me and my therapist to figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, you know? that's interesting. But no, I mean, Would your I, parents be like, "Oh, it's a girl." Uh, no, no, they're no, chill. No, like so chill. Yeah, um, mine would. Mine. I had a second mommy for a while when I was a kid. Like, it's yeah, very they'd be fine. Situation. Whereas, like, my parents are <laughs> Catholic. My mom is Catholic, and then she left my dad for a woman. Are you serious? And stayed oh. Catholic, but then went back to my dad. But then got divorced. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. Her Catholicism is muddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. My dad is not not religious. Like he would like literally drop us off at church and then like wait in the car half the time. Yeah. But for my parents, it was the most distressing to my dad when I came out as bi. He was like, like he really? didn't talk to me about it at all. Sent me this like weird text. It was like, I read this garbage on the internet. I think it's a lie. And I was like, no, it's true. Bye. I'll talk to you later. <laughs> no, bye. And then my mom had to be like negotiating, like how do I talk yeah, to him yeah. about it? And like, she yeah, was she was very, it, but very cool about it. But like, that's my, good. Your mom was cool about it. Yeah, my dad. No, both of my parents have no sexuality. Has never been a, a issue in our. That's family. amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. I do think it's not necessarily like. A patriarchal preference. I mean, it, it could be in your in, yes. in, in your case, but uh, I just think like sexual dynamics and romantic dynamics are can be two different things. Mm-hmm. Definitely, interesting. Yeah. yeah, they definitely can be. I mean, and I don't really know what my ha- like hang up is about it, and but I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> interesting. Do you use apps or how do you date? Yeah, I'm a big Bumble girl because, like, the girl has total control in that situation. And I think it, like, brings a higher quality Ah. human, I guess. It's not as, like, swill as Tinder or something. Uh Yeah, yeah. And then I tried the, like, exclusive, like, the Raya and, like, the League things for a minute. And I just, like, it's not for me. You're not into it. It's not for me. Tell me why you didn't like the the Raya Raya. Um, I hope it's the same reason. I everyone's such a fucking douche. Everyone's kind of a douche. Everyone's right? kind of a That's... douche, and like they're just trying to tell you like immediately like what they do or how much money they have or like why they're successful. And I'm like, but are you funny? Right? Like, are, are you, you really cool? sarcastic? Like, what's right? your you know like? Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just and everyone's so like groomed too. There's a lot of grooming. There's a lot of grooming. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just like so. No, it's, it's very curated. Yeah. It's very curated. Yeah. If there's something about it that feel and like she totally met her dude that she's seeing now on there, but. Yeah, but. Good for you. Me, meanwhile, like the only reason he's on there was because like he knows the developers. Like it's, he's not like one of the. <laughs> he's grooms. not one of the Raya dudes. Yeah. Like, yeah. which makes a lot of sense because I liked him based on his pictures, which were all like tongue in cheek and funny. And, like, yeah. Yeah, him holding bags of Doritos. And it's I like, also this don't guy's like that, like, cool. Rise like gives you like you can place with anyone in any city. I, I hate like, that. On Bumble, I turn my radius down to like a mile. I'm like, if you don't live yeah. in Silver Lake yeah. or Echo Park, like it's just not it's gonna not work gonna out. Work. It's <laughs> not gonna work. But Rise like, here's this dude in London. Yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> Why? That's hilarious. Mm. What was your deal with Tinder? You don't like? It's just. It's like. It's like the Yahoo Answers of the dating world or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just the bottom of the barrel swell ah. people. Like, <laughs> I totally meant the guy that I'm seeing on the, 
<laughs> I actually like nothing good can come out of it. I just It's so what I like about it is that it's so like it's it's simple. It's just like and I didn't put anything. I just put hot pictures of myself. So I felt like I was the ultimate decision maker anyway in the situation. You are. Like, no? Mm. I don't know. Ah! I don't know. See, like, Bumble also, like, I feel like it brings, like, a more feminist dude my way. Because, like, the girl has to message first, so they have to already be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And then also, like... I just kind of go there with my dating profile. Like, there's a picture of, like, me in bloody panties on there. And, like, Amazing. I'm really not trying to, like, hide uh-huh. it. So I uh-huh. have all these sort of, like, I guess little tests. That's <laughs> yeah. good. Are you chill with my aggressive brand of feminism? Right, right, right. You know, right. like, you better be on board now. Right. <laughs> if you, this is, I don't want this to be a surprise. Yeah, I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to hide who I am from yeah. anybody. I, I legitimately put on pictures in my thing that were like no makeup, yeah. some acne, glasses. Yeah, like, so this, like is, this is what it is. This is like what's it's up. not the thing that you're gonna see on television. That's yeah. a different girl. It's also weird. Yeah, similar thing. I mean, like way less level of people knowing who I am. But with like Instagram and stuff, a lot of dudes like obviously go check that out before right. they go on a date. So they have all these preconceived notions of like mm-hmm. that I'm like uber uber slutty or like whatever. Yeah, and I'm yeah, like, no, yeah. no, no. Yes, that's me, and those are the values that I believe in. But at the same time, like, I'm a human being with feelings, right. <laughs> and right. I'm not this like trope that you've things. seen on the internet. Right. Like that's a very contrived right. part of who I am. Yeah, yeah. I think mm. it's about we've talked about this on the show before, but it's about like taking it offline as soon as possible, and then in- instead of like perpetuating the like fantasy element of it, yeah. to like you know decide what's real IRL. Yeah, because um, like se- sex sexting. Or, like, flirt, flirting. It begins with flirting. Like, flirting over text or message. And, like, that's fun. But, I don't know. I feel like it's very... I don't know. I just... Like, that's why, like, catfish is possible. You know? Because people don't want to connect. They, they're afraid of vulnerability. And they're afraid to connect with mm-hmm. people in real life. Mm-hmm. So, like... I get it. I am too. I'm very afraid. It's fucking we're scary We're all just, like, we've been put into our phones. And that's all we yeah. know anymore. Have you, like, have you had any, like, pretty gnarly dating experiences um, through, the, through the apps? Let's or just see. generally in LA? I mean, I got, like, catfished by one dude. He was definitely, like, 30 years older what? than his photo. What? What? Like, you think I'm, like, don't know? Everything. <laughs> it's like, are we never going to meet and I'm never going to see that you're, like, this other... Some exactly. people don't want to meet. Okay, like, that circles back don't. to the dick pic thing. Where, like, a lot of dudes will use stuff for scale to, like, try to trick you. Like, miniature Coke cans. <laughs> or, like, like somehow my eyes cannot perceive the difference between a regular size and a mini size. One of my favorites is this dude has, like, a <laughs> miniature bottle of uh, Jaeger. So when you first look at it, you're like, that is the biggest dick I have ever seen. I'm horrified. But then his, like, thumb is in the corner. (laughs) And you're like, no, 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 it's a mini bottle. So I'm like, what's your... If your end goal is to meet a girl, like, what's the plan then? Like, she's she's gonna find out. I don't get it. That is so funny. OMG. Then it's your bottle of Jaeger. I'm gonna hold that up to my boob. (laughs) I went on a date with this dude, like... Four days ago or something. It was awful. I left in the middle of our first drink. Why? What happened? He was, like, asking about my childhood. And I was like, oh, yeah, I went to an all-girls school. And he was like, ugh. I was like, what? He's like, so was everyone, like, a lesbian or what? Oh, Jesus. I was like, uh, I was like, so you think your sexuality is based on, like, just who you're around? (laughs) And he was like, well, kind of. And I was like, wait, do you really? What? (laughs) Yeah. And then then he was like, but I mean, like, come on, like, stuff happened, right? And I was like, 
okay. And like, I kind of tried to backtrack and he's like, well, do you think that was like damaging to you? Or like, maybe that's why you're so super feminist because you were raised around so many women. And I was like, are you saying this like it's a bad thing? Oh my God. I was like, I was like, I don't want to leave yet. And I sort of tried to you know, turn around. I was like, actually, I think being, you know, raised like that was really helpful. And a lot of women, you know, not having men in the classroom makes them like more able to speak up yeah. and they get more attention from teachers this or whatever. Why I went to women's like, college. Exactly. Went to women's college. Oh, great. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. like, and you know, again, it's helpful for dudes too, like for everyone. And he just sort of scoffed me and then again asked about the lesbian thing. And I was like, I'm going to Bye. I just got up and left. What was his deal? Oh what did you know Christ. about him going into it? That he was from San Luis Obispo and that okay. he was like a surfer. He seemed a little bit like broy, broier than I normally go for, oh. but he was cute and he had a dog and uh-huh. so you were like, you can't be. I was like, sure. Horrible. We're meeting at a bar two blocks from my house. It's not, sure. you know, but. Have you had any like substantive uh, relationships that came out of online stuff? Um, all of the relationships I've like real, like serious relationships have been friends, like mm-hmm. dudes that I already knew. Um, although the last guy I dated, yeah, he came from, but we never even really dated. That's the thing with these, like you never really start yeah. to date. It's like these half, everyone's confused. And that's also, so when I finally went to him and I was like, okay, what's the fucking deal here? Like, I can't do this, like, half one foot in the door thing. Right. Yeah. And he was like, well, I thought you didn't want to date because, like, you posted stuff on your Instagram about, like, being really, like, independent and single and, like, not wanting a relationship. I was like, we've been talking and hanging out for four months and you still think that my Instagram persona is my real self? That's yeah. so fascinating. Yeah. That is, that's so... That is so interesting and kind of interesting. Like, I mean, we had a little bit of that, like, internal conversation with each other about starting this show. It's, like, about how people can get confused because we're on here talking about certain things. Yeah. And that's not necessarily, like, like everything that's inside, you know? know. Like, <laughs> there's more stuff and, like... More, and we're just... You have to reserve parts of yourself that are just for yourself. Exactly. Or and, like, just, I post something about, like, being, like, encouraging to be, like, turbo slut or whatever, but it's, like, kind of... Like, no, it's tongue-in-cheek. It's, it's tongue and, like, yes, I'm saying, like, be empowered in your sexuality. Make whatever choices you want to. Don't let anyone judge you for them. But, like, I have emotions. Like, right. my heart sort of lives in my vagina sometimes, right, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> sometimes it's visits. I stole it from Grey's Anatomy. Oh, my God. I love that even more. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so before we wrap up, yes. we really want to talk about catharsis carnival yes. walk us through like what it is okay. and when and how so it and is where. a two-day charity carnival and benefit basically to link people in the community up with the nonprofits that need their help the most because i feel like everyone post-election is sort of they want to help but they don't uh-huh. know what to do and they don't know how to be active um so it's about 12 different charity booths each run by its own nonprofit. so you can go play like Waka Mike Pensmol or a screening booth for Black Lives Matter or whatever. And you go and you, as you play these games, you talk to reps and you can sign up for, you know, volunteering or cold calling or whatever it is that they need right there at the booth. And we've got some like really incredible charities um, already signed on. I'm so excited. And then there's also live music and comedy sets and DJs and food trucks and a beer garden, a silent art auction, um, full of like art and like gift baskets and concert tickets and this all sorts incredible. of stuff. It's 
gonna be great. It's kind of getting way more massive than I ever anticipated because everyone I talk to about it is like, oh, I know this person who can do this thing. I and just thought rad. of like, do you think like maybe so, like we could do like a like a set visit and lunch with me I for would the love, silent auction? Love that. That would be awesome. Anything that that would be perfect. Okay, um, cool. We'll, we'll yeah, so it's all sorts of stuff, and it's growing constantly. I'm trying to find a space right now. Um, it's great. Yeah, it's January 14th and 15th, which is the weekend before the inauguration. Awesome. But also, like, this is not a fuck Trump thing. This is about, like, community building and, like, what you can do to actually affect, like, local change and meeting other people that maybe you wouldn't meet in the community and, like, talking yeah. about how it affects them, too. This is awesome. Gabby, who's been on the show and will be on the show again soon, is doing stand-up correct? Yes, she is great. I'm so excited to have her on board and we have some other like big name comedians too that I can't talk about yet. Ooh, so rad. Yeah. This is so fun. We, I told, we had the same like sort of reaction after the election. We were like, what can we do? Like we're starting like a Lenny letter type of like hope 2.0 thing. Great. But yeah, it's that's, it's like the like, how do I channel? Feeling. Yeah. How, how do, do I channel I, the feeling of, and that's I how everybody feels. So I was like, I want to give people a place to like heal and and grieve and help and and learn. Do yeah. it all at the That's same super time. Super smart. Yeah. And where can people find info about it or tickets? Um, a benefit for change dot com. I mean dot org. A benefit for number four change dot org. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And tickets. And we also have a benefit shop. And a hundred percent of all the proceeds from that stuff just goes directly into funding it. And there's all sorts of like political like cheeky merch. Cool. So rad. Speaking of merch. Oh. Ooh. I have gifts for you guys. This is so cool. Yay! This is Thank the coolest. From Kidbell.com. Straight up with the Kidbell logo on it. The boobies. Oh, girl. That's our fuck uterus. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. This is amazing. We're just talking about these caps and how they're like back the dad hat. The dad hat. Dad hat is in right now. I know. I got this really boring kind of gross khaki color too that everybody's loving. (laughs) This is amazing. You did not have to do this. Bloody panties. Come on, you guys. Bloody panties. Yeah. All the money from the bloody panties goes to give uh, homeless people the period supplies that they need. Oh, that's so great. Just for those of you that are just listening, they're not actual bloody panties. It's a bloody panties pin. Period pin. <laughs> and a, a feminist is puck, fuck pin. This is amazing. Virginity is a myth. I love that one. A cunt pin. My parents are really going to like that one. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mom and Dad. Oh, this is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so you guys need to go to kidbell.com. Get your own uterus. These are hats, the best pins presents ever. I want to see what's in this before. That's just full of stickers and condoms <gasps> that we give out free in every order. Yes! So they're like feminist stickers and, and condoms that say like condoms for minivans and you know, we have a big I love amazing this. situation. Amazing. More power to the pussy. Yes. So much uh, power. Uh, Thank you so Winnie, much. For this was so on. fun having you yeah. on. Banjo, that's not for you. Do when you want to make those primo pussy shirts? I'm let sending us know, some your way. <laughs> and you got to come back on. Thank you. Uh, See you guys next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Um, hopefully, everybody's going to be wearing their period panty pins by then. Yes. Bye. Hey, guys. Make sure to use subscribe to the channel. There's going to be new episodes every Tuesday. And subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on all the socials. We're at Reality Bites Pod. Bites with a Y, always. And email us your questions at realitybitespod at gmail.com. See ya. Bye.